Welcome to The Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Last time on The Laundry Hour, we talked about how important a wife's submission and respect is for building a strong marriage foundation. It was a tough one, but when we're able to allow Christ to accomplish this in us, our husband's heart will trust us and our children will see a marriage that reflects Christ and the church, a beautiful picture of the gospel every day. If that's not extraordinary, I don't know what is. Today's topic is the ever-confusing topic of balance. How do we balance our marriage, children, and homemaking? And what if we work at home or are part of ministries? What if we've got a social life or want to continue some resemblance of a life that isn't defined by wife and mom? Have you ever felt this way? Ever asked the question and wondering what God's answer is to it? I had a whole thing prepared about how being a mom is a part of our job as a stay-at-home mom. As weird as that is to say and think, It's our job and how God has entrusted these tiny humans that are actually his children to us to care for and raise as our own, but also that our husband is also his child that we've been given. I plan to go into this whole spiel about how there is a difference between our husbands and our children and that we chose our husbands, reminding us that love is a choice even when we don't feel the love in our heart. And reminding us that love does. Love sacrifices our present for their future. How it denies itself for the other person. And how our marriage is the first foundation of building a home on Jesus. Guiding us to prioritize our marriage, then our children. But of course, prioritizing God before that. Now ministries, jobs, friends, and wanting time for yourself. All good and can even be godly but they can also be distractions from really living, really loving the way God has designed for you to. Now, remember how I said that I love how God's word always speaks? I just read my devotional for the day and it brought up Psalm 127. If you haven't ever read it, go read it. It's really short, but really sweet. The beginning of the chapter talks about God building the house, but if the laborers build it, they're working in vain. How the laborers will wake early and go to bed late and it's all in vain. But wait, wasn't the Proverbs 31 woman just commended for building her house and waking up early to care for it? The chapter then goes on to talk about how children are a reward, even as arrows in a warrior's hand. Wow! Do you see your children as arrows? And I don't mean arrows pointed at you, I mean arrows pointing away from you. Now, do you see yourself as a warrior? A warrior in God's army, armed with arrows? Your children? Now, God is talking about a lot. But in this verse, in this chapter, he's talking about building a house. And he's talking about children. And then my devotional says, raising children is building a life. Boom. Life is not found in an accumulation of stuff or ministries or wealth or climbing a social ladder or having so many friends or whatever. So finally, the answer to the question is raising children is building a life. 
how do I balance building a life and raising children? Because raising children is building a life. Basically, there is no balance because we are doing noble work. We've got to stop believing the lie that we can do it all. I am sorry, and I probably hurt, but we cannot do it all. Our culture is telling us that women can do it all, that men can do it all, that we can do it all. And I guess we kind of can do it all, but we can't do anything well. And I want to do things well. Don't you want to do things well? Now, God does call people to serve in a ministry, start a business, or even go to work. But I don't want myself or any of you to confuse that or make that more of a priority than your husband and your children. As much as we think and work on those things, like ministries and businesses and work and ourselves, I hope that we will realize that we have enough brain power and capabilities to think and work hard on our marriages and kids. Those are the things that God has called us to in his word. He's called us to love. He's not called us to stuff and the accumulation of stuff. That's a hard word sometimes, accumulation. I think we get so distracted by things that are good that we forget the things that are great. Being faithfully obedient is desiring not to have all of the stuff weigh me down that I haven't actually done anything. I want Jesus to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I gave you these things and you did well with them. You gave me your, your son, my husband. You gave me your children, my children. And I want to do well with them. And I don't want to be distracted by other good things. So that at the end of my life, I realize I actually didn't do well by them. It's about loving God and loving people and the, the two main groups that he's given us to love that without question are our husband and our children. Yes, we are to love the world. I'm not saying don't do ministries. I'm not saying any of that. I am saying, though, do not prioritize them more. I am saying make sure that you actually are accomplishing the task God actually gave you. He actually gave you a husband and children. And he's asking you and calling you and equipped you to be a wife and a mother first and foremost. Let's pray. God, thank you for hard truths. Thank you for your word that is alive and active, that pierces our heart deep to our soul. Thank you also for your word that reveals to us who you are, that you are a good, good father that loves us, that is gracious, and that does not want us to stay the same. You want us to experience life and joy and freedom. You want us to to experience the life that you called for us, and it does not consist of the accumulation of stuff it consists of love loving you loving your people Lord let that be what we do 
And if stuff and things are stopping us from loving, Lord, help us to lay them aside. And if those things that you've called us to are just need some tweaking just to be reminded that they're about love. So that we would be known by our love. Help us, Jesus, to, to take honest looks at, looks at ourselves and become more like you. We love you very much, and we thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Next time on The Laundry Hour, we will talk about one way we can pour into our children. Homeschool. Now, if you are not planning on homeschooling, do not worry. I do not plan to convince you otherwise. However, if you do feel convicted by the Spirit to do so, I just want you to know that you should be empowered. Do not be afraid. You can do this. There are so many resources, um, just like this podcast, because I just want to share my philosophy as well as my current homeschooling curriculum. Granted, it is definitely geared towards a 17-month-old, so we are going to be learning numbers and shapes. But I do have a plan for how it can incorporate older ages, so I think it'll still apply to all of you moms out there too. So join me in a few days for the next episode. If you liked today's episode, subscribe. If you loved it, share. I love you ladies, and I look forward to our next Laundry Hour.